You are listening to Changing the Game with me, Wilson Casado. What is the game? The game is everything. Everything from the education you receive to the career or business you pursue. In regards to diversity and inclusion, though, there isn't a level playing field. The show will allow us to hear from those who are challenging the status quo. It is about creating a new future where things are done differently, a future with diversity and inclusion, and most importantly, a future where everyone has access to play the game. Hello, hello everyone. I'm here today with Alison and Jody. We'll be a bit different today because normally I'm interviewing just one person. So now interviewing two, they, they, they used to say they're not two, it's one, but in, you know, two people, one person. So just a, a very quick introduction, Alison, both Alison and Jody have a career in education. So Alison started with uh, child care management, you know, looking, looking after the little kids. Uh, while Jody was lecturing at university, as, as she says, you know, uh, teaching big kids. Uh, both Alison and Jody came along uh, and joined together to become entrepreneurs together, and they're the founders of Frog Ponds. So we're here to hear a little bit about their stories, and you know, w- welcome, girls. It's very nice to have you. Thank you, Wilson. Lovely to be here. Thank you. So we have a traditional uh, ice breaking, which is Alison, Jody. Uh, would you be happy to share a little bit about yourself, your own stories? Absolutely. Yes, we can start with that. Um, so thanks for giving the background about us. Jody was a high school science teacher and maths teacher. Um, and I actually was a primary school teacher. So we are you had to describe the two of us, it's a yin and a yang. There is very, very little much. about us that crosses over in the middle. We are very different in every way possible. We think differently, we have different skills, and that's what makes us very good co-founders. It's a nice synergy between the two of us and the way we work together. Um, so yes, we met nearly seven years ago. Um, and we met because we both applied for one job together. And that was as a professional learning consultant. So we'd both come out of schools and we were teaching teachers how to use technology. We applied for the one job and we both got it. So we ended up working together. And then from that day onwards, we were a package deal. So we've moved through three different companies together, um, learning all about how schools procure and source and how they learn how to use technology. And we helped schools for a good six years in that space. And in that space, we learned a lot about some of the gaps in the market and some of the challenges that schools were facing. And there was a moment when we were just walking along the road one day and I said, why can't this be done differently? And um, Jodie went off and did what Jodie does, bought me a notepad. (laughs) (laughs) And started writing notes and dot points of what we were going to do next. Very nice. I I didn't get that right. So it was one job and you both get it or you have two vacancies no there was one job and the one who was qualified and could do it <laughs> was jody <laughs> and then the one who was persuasive was allison <laughs> so she talked her way into a second job and they realized it's very they- unique in itself so you 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 created the job for the two of you did yes yes yeah it was meant very to be nice. 
but <laughs> definitely. Yes, and Jody taught me a lot in that first year together. I taught Alison so, she, she wrote my emails. So I uh, well, first of all, my apologies because I mentioned childcare and university, and then you correct me with primary school and, and high school. So sorry for that. No, we have covered all of those as well. So yeah. yes, we've got well so. You started your career as as teachers then. So can you can you jump a little bit before that? Was that your dream? Is that what you wanted to do when you were younger? No. <laughs> so you got one yes and one no. <laughs> uh, me very much so. Uh, yeah, sort of. I started teaching a little bit later, so I didn't start my teaching degree until I was about twenty. So I graduated at twenty four. Um, which gave me those few extra years but no I loved teaching and it was definitely my calling and what I wanted to do nice. whereas of course Alison will now be the opposite yes no I <laughs> never wanted to be a teacher I wanted to I was into the arts and I, I went to the WA Academy of Performing Arts for a while and did visual art and then I decided that I didn't want to continue down that path but I'd love to teach art instead so I went down to go and become a qualified teacher so that I could teach art and ended up teaching everything, including drama and um, theatre sports and things, which was fun. You did mention that at a certain point, uh, you know, you got the job and the job became uh, to consult to teachers to actually, you know, help teachers to get to know more about technology. So that, that looks intriguing. So I'm curious about that. Uh, you teachers, but then you become, you know, you start working with technology. How that happen? Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Jodie's always been very technical. She's a bit of a nerd. <laughs> I was going to say, she's being nice and not using the word nerd, but yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I'm definitely a nerd. And it was something I was doing within my school, um, was working with teachers to increase their technology usage. Um, and then I obviously happened to fall into a job doing that, where we, we coached teachers on how they could change their teaching practice from a more traditional, um, I'm going to write on the whiteboard and you will do the activity to how can we incorporate technology in a meaningful way to encourage learning and collaboration. And I had a completely opposite opinion on that as well. <laughs> it, I was very passionate about technology not being used in teaching just because it was new and shiny and exciting and I wanted it to be used very carefully and so only introduced when it was for a, a very strong purpose and authentic. And so that was where I came from moving into technology. I was very much, it shouldn't be in the classroom, it's interrupting the communication and I've learned a lot from Jody and from watching best practice and from encouraging and seeing teachers use technology in a purposeful way. So is, isn't that interesting what's happening recently? Because now, uh, you know, it, it, it just, just just went nuts in terms of using technology to deliver training, to deliver education. And, and now everybody's talking about the experience of these students through online education and where, 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 where are we going to get, I guess. So some, some changes that are coming to, to completely you know, change that world. So you did mention about uh, you, you identified that there was a, a need in the market when you're talking about procurement and et cetera. So at that point in time, you guys had jobs, you were employees. Yes. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that journey of, you know, how, 
you know, where where that impetus for becoming an entrepreneur came from? Uh, it came from an absolute desire to change the space that we were in. So we'd had, yes. we were at a point where we were really, really frustrated with the sales process for both sides. You know, schools don't have enough time to go and get quotes. They don't have, uh, they've got tight budgets most of the time and they need to make the most of what they've got. So they didn't have time to be searching through their emails or, you know, returning 15 phone calls and some of them get up to 30 a day from salespeople. And on the other side, this, the sales suppliers are trying to get mostly good products into schools that will help and they can't make those connections with schools. So we'd seen it from both sides. We'd also seen a lot of um, differences in pricing for schools. So across the board, schools were getting pricing based on the size of the school, pricing based on you know products that they may or may not need. And we didn't like the fact that there was a lack of equality and so we decided that if we made the buyer anonymous and opened the market and put it on a platform, that it would actually change that space. And that's what we did. Nice. nice. <laughs> it does look like uh, you guys had a, a you know, very good idea of a, a, a problem, an industry problem, and you, and you, you onto it to, to, to develop a solution for that. So I'm more curious on, okay, so you identified that there was a need in the market, you know, you could, you guys, you know, it's smart enough to come up with a solution for it. But then you were, you know, you had your salaries, you were an employee. So how, how you go about, actually, did you quit your job to start a company? How, what, what happened there? Not at first, Wilson. At first we continued to, there was an overlap. So we stayed with the company as long as we were, we knew we were going to get a redundancy. So um, that sort of helped. And then we just poured all hmm. heart, soul, sweat, tears, everything you can into starting it and just took hmm. that risk. And one of the beautiful things about Jodie is that she is amazing at managing the finances and the money. And we do keep it quite separate because I think sometimes when you're thinking about big picture ideas, if you're restricted by budget and you're worried about the finances, you don't see the whole thing. You only see what is possible, not what, you know, what could, what could be, be achievable. And so Jodie and I work that way together. So I'll just go, right, we can do this. And she'll go, hmm. And, you know, she's off there doing a spreadsheet or something. To, <laughs> okay, to right, do you want four camels? We can only afford one llama, but okay, we'll make it work. <laughs> she does very it every good. Day. She's done it from day one. So I'm very grateful to her for that. So, so yeah, you, we were very lucky in our timing and that we were made redundant from a position that we weren't very enthusiastic about. So that payout is what started the company. Okay, so you did have some uh, initial investment in the company because you got some, you know, the payout of redundancy that that made you guys, uh, you know, made the jump, you know. The, uh, so, Jody, you mentioned before. Well, let me do the other way around. So you're now uh, with Frog Points for a couple of years. So you're going through that journey of a startup. I, I reckon now. Now you, you'd have an experience that you didn't have before in terms of what really is to have a company and to, you know, to, to go through the hurdles and the despair, you know, to make it happen with the difficulties and et cetera. So I assume that you, you didn't know how that was before going into it. Uh, did you? <laughs> 
No, no, Wilson. Okay. No. If you knew it, you still do the jump? Absolutely. Yes. Without hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we both nodded. We we're very lucky in that we're very passionate about the problem that we're solving. We think we can solve two sides of an issue um, that will help a lot of people. So regardless of the, the roller coaster and the difficulties, what we're doing will make a difference. So that I suppose is our driver. Nice. What about what about the fact that uh, you know is a uh, this uh, this path is not a traditional path, right? So if you if you employ and decided to enter, to you know to be a, to have a venture, uh, you might talk with your friends, with your colleagues in the education sector, in the and they all may think like oh, that's a little bit crazy. So why are you doing this? And uh, would you have stories that you know discourage you guys to go in that journey? Yeah, yeah, we, we do. <laughs> I think it was, it was an over, overall response back at the beginning um, where people just said we were ambitious. Um, we, as a criticism, not as a... That wasn't a compliment. No, no it was not a, encouraging. Mm, that's ambitious. ambitious. You're mm. ambitious. And I've been called intimidating um, because of my focus on work. Um, no, we've had, we've had quite a lot of feedback and it's, it's not always been great. No, it? no, it hasn't always, but... I think one of the other advantages we have is there are two of us. So anything that comes at us, we can sort of talk through and try and work out where that feedback is coming from and then why we're going to ignore it. <laughs> or learn from it. I mean, yeah. a lot of the time. So one of the very first things I did when we thought about starting Frog Ponds is just got on the phone, spent nearly all night on the phone, talking to anyone I knew that had had experience in that industry that I knew would tell me if it was a stupid idea in no uncertain terms mm -hmm. tell me what the truth of the matter was and I spent a long time listening and talking through and having questions fired at me and at the end of every one of those conversations they said that should work and there was no it won't work it was interesting it's an interesting idea it, yeah it, it was worth trying so there was there was a lot of those conversations before we started anything mm. Mm. So look, um, I'm, I'm quite fascinated by this story, you know, the way it comes about, you, you talk about being educators before and Jody would have that sort of passion to go for it. And you know that, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Uh, Alison, you, you find that out, find the passion through your work and end up, ended up being in education. Uh, and, and, and yet you went to become an entrepreneur, so you both went to become entrepreneurs. Uh, did you ever dream about that before? In a way, because I, I see as an entrepreneur as someone who solves a problem. And when you're a teacher, you're constantly learning and you're constantly solving problems. And yours, everyone else is around mm -hmm. you. <laughs> and that's the beauty of having that background is that we will always be looking to solve a problem to make the world a better place. And I see that as an overlap rather than Definitely. something different. Mm. Mm. So, okay. So I, I, I know you guys a little bit from the journey of frog points. I have seen you talking about it. I have seen you, you know, engaging with people to, to share news about frog points and etc. cetera. Uh, tell us, tell us something, uh, 
fun that happened in the last in the last two years in the journey, something that you didn't expect, and 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 came along as something that you had fun with. Oh, I have to say, even on the worst days, we have fun every single day, and it's that's that's the perception I have from you guys, Alison and Jody. So you know, as a, I always see you smiling. So we're both laughing because we're going. I, I don't know about you. In my brain, I'm going. Which story do I pick? Yeah. <laughs> because there is, <laughs> I was standing in the middle of somewhere, laughing at whatever situation we've got ourselves into, mm. and then just laughing a little bit more. It's it is a joy to be on this journey with Alison. We mm. we always find the positive and the funny side. Often we are the funny side. <laughs> so so let me let me put this way. So uh, for many people that are out there thinking that uh, we, we, we could have a company, right? So we could have a business, we have an idea and etc. And they have this, oh, uh, you know, this jihad is that hard and etc. So one of the things that they may uh, say is that uh, I, I don't have a good network. I, you know, I don't know too many people or the people I know, you know, uh, not necessarily can help me. So then you are a small startup company in a scene of you know, there's a big things happening in, in, in Western Australia. And then I see you guys organize an event that bring a, you know, a state minister to talk. So tell me how that pitch is. What, what do you do to get a minister to come and talk to, you know, in a, in a small company event? Yes, you ask. <laughs> you you just ask for what you want and what you need and most of the time it works you know we we often go in there with the best of intentions and with a good purpose and if you are honest with people and you're clear about what you want people will help so yes we went to go and see minister ben white all of us we all went in all sat at his desk and he sort of got a bit overwhelmed and went what do you need from me and we went well <laughs> no he was very very helpful and very supportive um and then yesterday we spent some time with Kim Beasley, uh, the governor. The Honourable Kim Beasley, governor. Yes, and we did the same there. <laughs> we, we just asked. We That's... just asked. We asked for advice. We asked for support. And most, I mean, what, what can you get? No. Mm. Still ask. I think that's been part of our learning, though, is to is to ask for what it is that we'd like, rather than assume that they're going to say no or that they're not going to want to help. But once we tell the story of what it is we're trying to do, everybody so far has said yes. I would love to help in whatever way it is we're asking. So it's a nice thing there because, yes, exactly that point that you just mentioned, Jody, is that uh, many times in our lives we don't do that, uh, that, that jump, that you know, leap of faith because we're afraid that they're going to say no. Uh, and you're mentioning now that you learn in your journey that, you know, we, you know, we have to ask. So we, I think they know we already have, right? So we're, we're nothing, not going to lose anything if I ask. Absolutely. And Alison is very good at asking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, um, it's, it's funny because I'll, I'll, the, the funny thing is that I have in this conversation, I can see you guys humble, be shy. You know, and, it, and and I'm 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 seeing those sort of different personas of the you know the, the Alison and Jenna entrepreneurs coming along and shining, making the noise and make it happen, and coming 
and a governor, you know, as a meeting room in a in a in a minister meeting room, and and just just you know being big and and, and dreaming big. So if I go the other way around, so uh, do you have a big dream? What is the big dream? We do have a big dream. So we we want to build frog ponds to scale. So we want we want the whole of Australia to know about frog ponds, not just in education, but in not-for-profit space as well. And uh, business. And business to business. And, gov and government. And government as well. <laughs> and, and ultimately, we've built frog ponds to solve a problem and to take us on this journey to learn, which we are doing. And then once we've got to that point, we actually are looking to exit the company. So that's we're sort of building up for that now. And that's something we learned in the investment early days that you have to plan for that as well. And then I believe Jody's going to build a house with a wing on it for me to live in or something. <laughs> yes. Me on the roof or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then you're going to have your granny flat. Yes, yeah. I have a granny flat out the back. Um, and our next goal after that is to actually step onto the other side of the investment and to look for female founded companies that we can, we can support, support and we can be there for some other people that are coming up, going through the same struggles and challenges that we are going through now. We want to help other people to do it. That's very inspirational, I guess. That's cool. So it does lead to uh, uh, my, the thoughts that I have about, you know, diversity and, 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 and gender equality or gender equity. So do you guys feel that as female founders of a startup, you had any extra hurdle uh, that you feel was because you were women? Not overtly, no. I actually think we are really fortunate to be in a time where there's been many other women before us that have paved a way that's made it so much easier for us now. And there's female-founded investment companies. There's, um, you know, there's startup groups and things that are focused on. I, I think mainly we've struggled to be taken seriously, but that's, I don't even know if that would be a gender-related thing. It could, it could just be us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I, I wouldn't say that. I would say there's plenty of opportunities out there um, for female founders now that wouldn't have been around before. So when when you say that you have that you you guys have this dream of uh, uh, you know potentially becoming a, a, a investors and and help other female founders that come along the way to to go the same way. So uh, what are the things that you think that today uh, groups like, uh, you know, one group that I'm part of is Birth Angels and, and that's where we know each other from. So uh, is there anything in particular that groups like Birth Angels could do to help more? It's a good question. Um... Birth Angels have been very supportive of us. And yeah, we're really lucky that we, um... We do have two lovely Perth Angel investors on board with us and they are phenomenal. You know, they put everything in as well. They're not, it's not just capital, it's it's their expertise that we value. Um, I would suggest probably more networking between the entrepreneurs themselves because that gives them an opportunity to learn from each other and that, that doesn't seem to be something we've seen there. But other than that, no. 
it's a it's a really lovely mm. yeah. it's a lovely vibe mm. yeah tell me tell me what it, what would you tell to uh young girls and not only girls you uh, women uh ladies of any age that want to venture want to open their own company so do you have any tip or advice or something to say <laughs> what is the saying if you need inspirational motivation don't do a startup or something <laughs> look it's um I would say be prepared to put absolutely everything and then more in, in terms of your time, your energy, your finances. Risk everything if that's what you really want to do. And if you're not prepared to put absolutely everything, and I mean family and everything on the line, I wouldn't do it. I would say um, find someone you can work with that is going to compliment you. Mm. <laughs> and not just in a you look nice sort of way, but uh, the... the one of our massive strengths is that our diversity of thought. So we will quite often argue through the scenario and how we're going to solve that particular problem. And having that second person and a different perspective is an incredible advantage. And I, I admire people who go on this journey by themselves because I think that would just be so challenging. It really so would. Find someone you can work with. It would be my, my advice. Absolutely. So, uh, you just said because uh, you're quite right. So uh, looking at startup companies and entrepreneurs and groups of being a, a founder and entrepreneur myself, I find that having uh, the right partners uh, next to you are quite fundamental, right? So it's a quite, it, it, it's, it's very significant. So, and, and I mentioned that before to you guys, so um, you guys inspire me in, in, in the connection that you do have. Hmm. My curiosity is, it's not all flowers. I think, do you fight? Do you disagree? No. No, no. <laughs> uh, no we disagree. Yeah. Why not? Like oh. all the time. Always. But yeah. the strength of our relationship is we will explain why we're thinking what we're thinking so there'll be a big discussion about you know i think we should go with the blue because the blue is the much prettier we will argue through with reasoning um and i've also learned to trust allison a lot more um her entrepreneurial skills are amazing so what i will quite often come when i do disagree is convince me that you're right that's often the way a discussion goes, Jodie, you've got to convince me why or tell yeah. me why I don't I don't like this, tell me why I should. Mm. And that's where we end I'm, up. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the maturity of your relationship. So, uh, yeah, I'm very happy for you guys. We have been through a lot together, Wilson, and uh, Jodie's just a phenomenal person that has always stood there and done whatever needs to be done to get through things. So, yeah. So, Jodie... Uh, the, the young uh, 10 or 15 year old Jody would uh, would she say that you'd be here doing this these days? Probably not, but she'd love it. <laughs> uh, yes, younger Jody was not quiet or shy or retiring and wanted to make an impact. So yes, I think young Jody would love this. So you do have that sort of fire on you since the beginning. You knew you could do stuff. Yes. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I won't look, I, I might be insisting on this, but the reasoning is 
we we hear a lot about you know the, the, this this the confidence, the self confidence, or the lack of confidence that's very common. And and I love the fact that you 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 you, you prove other one, uh, you prove everyone else uh, wrong and that sort of thing. Now you 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 look self confident and look like you were always like that. So that's great. I was very lucky. Yes, yes, I've always right. had that confidence and a. A background that allowed that, I think, is where I'm very uh, lucky. What about you, Alison? Yeah, total opposite. <laughs> As usual. Yeah, never, <laughs> never would have predicted that I would have started a technology company of anything. Mm -hmm. No, I'm the least nerdy person that I know. And often when people ask in a networking event, what do you do? I have struggled to say that I own a technology company because it, for me, it, didn't, it ne has never felt right. So never been something that I thought I would be doing. It's just something that we did to solve a problem. So no, and certainly not a confident um, public speaking kind of out there person. So I've had to learn to come out a little bit. I've had to go back Very a bit. Nice. I've had to go back. <laughs> I've had to come out. <laughs> so uh, look, uh, believe it or not, so we have been talking for 30 minutes. Um, can I Right, push here. You know, the time the time is passing very quick. So I, I I'm I'm loving the conversation. So I'm 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 very intrigued. So I'll keep talking with you guys later on, and I'll uh, I'm 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 intrigued with the more introvert sort of Alison and Jody in this conversation, which is you know, giving me a different different perspective of both of you. But and and, and I like you know so that that sort of more not introvert, introspective of thinking, and that's pretty good. Uh, so what, what is, tell us, uh, you know, that, that, that will be the last question. So it's more for us to know where you are at with frog ponds and what are, you know, what is coming next uh, and, and, and how, how, how we reach out to you guys. Okay, we have massive uh, massive plans for frog ponds over the next few months. Uh, it's going to see the launch of our social impact pond, which is for not-for-profit organisations to join and simplify their sourcing. Uh, we are working with the Department of Finance, which we will continue after the election, once that has finished. Um, and we are looking at some business-to-business -business opportunities as well, so for businesses to centralise their procurement if they're multi-site places they can come to us and we can offer the software as a service to solve some of those issues for them um, and anyone that wants to contact us I would suggest probably LinkedIn is the best way to contact us directly uh, or just go to our website and send us a quick email or call us we very nice we love to chat we do like to chat yeah um, I, I do know that so um, <laughs> <laughs> so look uh uh, again, I have to you know, as a, a thank you guys for uh, accepting this, this invitation to talk with us. Changing the Game show is a new one uh, that, that, that we're launching. So, and having you guys is a privilege. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Wilson, yeah. for having thank us. You. Thank you, Wilson.